Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass? So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to a new Geek Town radio show. Um, we thought rather than doing some uh, random interviews, which is what we've been doing before, uh, we thought it was about time that we did a show which was about some of our more kind of core subjects, which is about TV and uh, uh, entertainment news and all that sort of thing. But rather than just listening to my voice, um, which I'm sure would get quite tedious, uh, I've got somebody uh, with me helping me out. So, um, Chris, would you like to introduce yourself? Hello, yeah, uh, I'm Chris Brown. Uh, I'm editor of Polaroids and Polar Bears. And uh, yeah, that, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to explain what Polaroids and Polar Bears is? <laughs> Might be a good idea, actually. Yeah, so Polar and po- Polaroids and Polar Bears is sort of like a culture guide for Birmingham and the wider West Midlands area. Uh, cover everything from theatre and live music to comedy and dance as well. But I'm a big geek at heart, just like you. Uh, so hopefully that's why I've been roped in for this. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, that was the, the plan. Uh, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, we, uh, we'll, we'll, we'll kind of start the show and see how it goes. <laughs> All right, let's kick off with um, some uh, film and TV news. So uh, there's various things come out this week. Um, We've got uh, the first thing that we've got on the list is um, the CW has uh, renewed uh, a bunch of different shows, uh, including Arrow, uh, Jane the Virgin, which I don't think is one that airs over here, Rain, um, which I think is in his second season now and again hasn't aired over here, despite it being about the uh, British historical monarchy. Although historical on the CW, I think. (laughs) 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 Um, Yeah, so, uh, and um, Supernatural. Woohoo! Yay! Uh, um, The 100, um, which is currently airing uh, its second season on E4. Um, The Flash, uh, and The Originals, and Vampire Diaries. Uh, Any of those got you kind of excited for, for coming back again? Yes, um, so love Arrow. Uh, other half got me hooked into this. Um, quite gritty, a lot more gritty than I, than I thought it would be. I really, really enjoyed it. Um, Supernatural, I kind of, I absolutely loved, and then kind of left it for quite a while. I got most, of, I got quite a few of the box sets. But the one I'm really looking forward to is the originals. Um, I caught this on Netflix just before Christmas. I watched the entire season, just sort of in the background whilst I was in the kitchen, and actually got really, really hooked. Um, I've not seen The Vampire Diaries or anything like that. That's interesting. How much sense does it make if you've not seen The Vampire Diaries? 
Well, I didn't actually know it was linked at okay. all. I didn't. I didn't know there was a link until I think you mentioned it one day when we were talking about it. Yeah. Uh, and my brother listen, uh, watches, not listens, watches uh, Vampire Diaries. Um, but I didn't. You don't need to have watched the Vampire Diaries to get the originals. It was quite a good standalone series. Um, once you get past the accents, because there's some horrific accents, like, <laughs> accents in there. Um, it's, I actually really, really enjoyed it. Um, and it's kind of making me want to watch The Vampire Diaries now, now that people have said they're linked. So yeah. I'm quite glad that Originals has got a uh, season two. So yeah, yeah. Va- Vampire Diaries is, is, is probably a slightly more teen show, but it's, it's, uh, it's good fun. Um, I've, I'm currently, I, I just finished the first season because uh, I got it on Netflix as well. It was one that I runs on ITV2 over here. Um, it, and uh, sorry, Orig- Vampire Diaries runs on ITV2, Originals runs on Sci Fi, I think. Um, and uh, that's running its second season at the moment. Um, and Vampire Diaries, I think, is on its fifth or sixth, something like that. <clears throat> um, and uh, that's on mid season break. I think it comes back. Actually, I can just check. It comes back in Find Vampire Diaries. Uh, it comes back in February. Uh, so yeah, that that's uh, that will come back for its second part of season six. It is. Um, but yeah, they're both they're both really good shows. Um, I I ended up. I, the plan was to sort of watch one episode of Vampire Diaries and then sort of one episode of the original. So I was watching kind of both at the same time, and I got so hooked into the, the original <laughs> storyline, I ended up just binge watching the whole of that. So uh, so yeah, I uh, I do love Netflix for that. It's fantastic. Yes, it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. Um, so those are some of the shows that, that CW have renewed. Um, one of the interesting things about Flash as well is Mark Hamill is going to make an appearance um, in uh, the next, uh, I don't know whether it's, it's this season or next season, but Mark Hamill apparently is reprising his role as Trickster, which is the role that he played in uh, the original 90s TV series. Oh, wow. Okay. Um so Mark Hamill is going to be uh, he's going to be um, playing a sort of old version of Trickster, I think that's, that's locked up in prison. And there is a guy called Devon Gray, who's best known probably for playing the teenage version of Dexter. Um, he's going to play a uh, young Trickster who um, uh, he's, he's kind of mimicking the old Trickster's tricks, I guess. It's might get complicated now. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah. So, and, and Mark and Mark Hamill's old trickster is kind of kind of narked about this. So he's going to try and kind of help Flash catch the new guy. Um, so apparently that's the plan. Yeah, the the he played it on the original show, and they reckon that's part of the reason that he got um, offered the role of Joker uh, for the um, animated series. Okay, was after after he was seen on on that. So. Uh, so yeah, so so that's all the stuff from CW. Um, next thing on the list we've got is um, Richard Armitage, who uh, we've just seen playing Thorin in uh, uh, the movie. Is to play. I'm going to get this name wrong. It's Francis Dorahide uh, in uh, Hannibal, um, it, which is the role that uh, Ralph finds. Ralph Rafe finds. Sorry, Rafe finds played in the Red Dragon movie. So yeah, uh, he's he's going to be play, playing um, this role, which was he's sort of the main protagonist in uh, Red Dragon. Uh, so uh, he's uh, been uh, being cast. So he should be showing up 
in there, which is uh, interesting as a f- first gig straight after um, uh, doing The Hobbit, I guess. So, uh, uh, what did you have? You watched Hannibal? What did you think of it? I, it's it's incredibly gripping once you get into it, but it, the episodes are very kind of up and down. Um, uh, in that first season, um, and it can get a bit slow. Um, uh, and then I found it sort of picked up again, uh, and I I was kind of completely hooked by the second season. So it, it is worth sticking with if you're struggling a little bit. I have to revisit it then because I I think I watched maybe the first maybe first or second episode and turned it off. Actually, I was it, it, just nothing was happening. I was literally falling asleep. Um, <laughs> so I might have to to pick that up again because I've heard really good things about it, um, but I just I just couldn't just couldn't get into it. Yeah, no, I I can sort of understand that. I I ended up. I think I recorded the series um, off uh, Sky Living, and then um, I watched about four or five episodes and and dropped it because other stuff was on, and I kind of never got back to it. So I ended up having a lot of the series there to binge watch, and ended up going back to it afterwards. Um, and uh, yeah, because I could just kind of watch episode after episode. I, I, I it um i got really hooked on it so yeah the, and it, and it's it picks up a lot in the second season as well so so yeah definitely worth going back to um the other bit of casting news for that is um michael pitt who people might know from boardwalk empire um from the first couple of seasons of boardwalk empire has been uh replaced uh as mason verger by um the twilight saga's joe anderson um <clears throat> not being a huge Twilight fan, I really um, I, I don't know the guy, but uh, he's actually, um, if you know what happens to Mason Verger in Hannibal, he's under fairly heavy makeup, so the change kind of makes sense at this point. If Michael Pitt wanted to go off and do something else, um, <clears throat> so yeah, so uh, so there's also that catch- casting change as well. Um, so yeah, so that's uh, that's Hannibal. Um, Next thing is um, Fox is apparently in talks to possibly revive the X-Files. Interesting. What do you think about that? Uh, I was very late coming into X-Files. Um, I, I, my dad used to watch it all the time when I was growing up. This makes me sound incredibly young now. <laughs> I'm not, I promise. I just, I just didn't w- watch it because it was you know, I'm quite late. And I was in bed because it was good. Um, <laughs> so it's only probably been in the past five or six years where I've actually watched X-Files when it's been on TV. And I actually love X-Files. It's fantastic. But the films were dire. Yeah. The films were absolutely dire. TV seasons were absolutely brilliant. So it'd be interesting to see how they revive this and whether it's going to be more like the films or whether it's going back to more i guess more traditional like the tv series um so yeah it'd be interesting to see about that yeah i mean if if they do it it'll come back i suspect as a limited series um the same way that they did with uh, 24 so it'll be it'll be a shortened run um but unlike that well the next thing is is 24 as well because fox is is uh responsible for 24 there have been some discussions um with the 24 guys about bringing back 24 without jack bauer right um uh I, i'm not entirely sure how i feel about that um i i i 
I don't exactly know how you'd because it's so centered around that character. Yeah. Um, Homeland first couple of seasons was entirely based around Damien Lewis's character, um, and they managed to continue that on. Um, spoilers without him. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, although you did have a secondary character in Claire Danes. Um, yeah. who is phenomenal in that show. Uh, so, you know, I, 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 um, I don't know. I, there's, because you've got to have some sort of central character and I'm not, I mean, yeah. you know, they, they were far too busy killing people off <laughs> in that show that, that I'm, I'm not entirely sure, um, it could sustain it without him, but yeah. you know, um, interesting idea, I guess. So, so yes, uh, so yeah, possible X Files return and possibly um, twenty four without Jack Bauer. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, next bit of news is uh, the Supergirl show, which is uh, they're planning for not CW but CBS, which is is a sort of sister. Well, I think it's actually CBS is one of the parent companies, but they also have their own channel, obviously, um, and uh, it's. There's various people being touted as possibilities for um, for the role of Supergirl. Uh, one is our very own Gemma Atkinson from Hollyoaks, <laughs> um, which uh, would be an interesting choice. Yes, uh, it would. Yeah, she's she's kind of northern, and I'm not sure. I mean, I'm sure she can do a perfectly acceptable um, American accent, but I, I just have this vision of her with a kind of Mancunian accent. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <Supergirl>. <laughs> You know. I don't think she's really got it. That sounds really horrible, but uh, yeah, I'm um, not convinced by that choice. No, well, I am quite interested by the next choice. Yes, the the next possibility is Claire Holt, who plays Rebecca on the originals. Which, given that we're both like one season behind on the originals, <laughs> doesn't bode well for Rebecca. Um, no, it doesn't. So, but but you know, I, I believe she is in the second season. So, but I, I don't know. But we'll see. So that was another name uh, that's popped up. Um, and uh, the third name that's being touted around, um, partly because she was having, she was seen on on Instagram having her hair heightened, hair highlighted, sorry, for a um, secret project, apparently, uh, and, and that was enough for people to go, oh, I wonder if she's playing Supergirl. This is uh, right. Melissa uh, Bernist from uh, Glee. Um, again, Glee, not a show I saw, so I, I've no idea what she's like and whether she'd be any good at it. <laughs> um, so, I don't know, is Glee a show you ever followed? I, I used to. Uh, I used to watch it quite a lot, and then, again, it kind of just got very, very samey. Yes. And, uh, it's, it's, is it the final, they're doing the final season? I think, yeah, I think is the it? final season's um, coming soon, I think. Um, um, I mean, I've got a couple of the albums. Uh, <laughs> Ironically, I like the songs. A lot of the songs are, are, are very good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the programs itself just a little bit OTT, I think. But it does it does appeal to that sort of younger teenage demographic. Not that there's anything wrong with that. <laughs> uh, but uh, but it's been going for it's been going for a good few years now, hasn't it? And it's kind of led on to uh, things like that have led on to the popularity of something like Pitch Perfect, yeah. which I absolutely adore as a film right like it kind of i think kind of slipped under the radar that did and then everyone watched it was like oh my god this is amazing yeah and then pitch perfect 
2 and I think they released the trailer like a sneak peek of the trailer end of last year and that looks brilliant it's going to be so good that <laughs> is um, so uh, yeah so I think it's paved the way to certain things but yeah um, see yeah. I, I loved uh, I, I love Smash um, that, ah. I thought that was I, I just thought that the first season of that it just got progressively more bonkers and silly and uh, but yeah. it was just brilliant it was really camping over the top and I I just really loved it the second it's season it's was. got the grand high witch though from the witches and she's absolutely amazing though so, <laughs> so you know, i only watched the, i think i only watched the first episode of that and then it kind of vanished off netflix or love film or something like that and i was gutted because i only watched <laughs> the first episode um but no i need i need to i need to watch all of that as well because i've heard very very good things about smash so yes yeah, yeah. yeah. no it's it's uh, it's definitely worth saying i think um uh, uh the, the guy that used to be on coupling um, that crops up occasionally. Uh, coupling. Uh, yes. <laughs> uh, and I, uh, his name escapes me, but the, uh, I'm terrible with names. Uh, yeah, he's, um, uh, I think he's probably the only character that managed to get through the entire show without ever singing a song. I but. think he occasionally sing, he sings like a bit of a song in the second season, but I think he got through the whole first season without ever singing a note. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, it's, uh, um, I, Yes, where were we? We were back on Supergirl. Uh, so, <laughs> yes, sidetracked by Bagley. Um, yeah, uh, so the other the other thing is, obviously, if it's being on uh, CBS, although it is related to CW as a network, um, originally they said they could possibly cross over with Flash and Arrow. I think the idea is to set it in the same universe because it's the same development team behind it. Um, the boss of CBS is... Not sure about the idea of of having a crossover certainly immediately um and wants it to sort of stand on its own um that's the uh, c b s entertainment chairman Nick Nina Tasler so um what did you think of the crossover episode flash slash arrow well they they built it up quite a lot it was fine um yeah uh, but you know it it wasn't yeah i mean it was fine uh I, 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 and, and I'm kind of glad that, at least on TV, they are starting to introduce and share characters. Because yeah. Because it infuriates me with DC. You've got a company that owns every single character. They own it. Unlike Marvel, who have got, like, you know, X-Men are, are sold to Fox. You've got um, Spider-Man sold to Sony. They've got a bunch of stuff themselves. Um, and... They're managing to make that work. I mean, they're separate entities, but they're managing to make that work. DC own all their characters, and it's taken them until now to start putting a movie together, you know, Um, and and to start bringing the characters together properly. They did it a bit with Smallville, but... um, you know, it, it's it's just kind of irritating that, that, you know, a company that owns all their own characters and and they can't kind of pull things together properly you know yeah i mean the crossover i mean it, like you said they kind of bigged it up quite a lot i mean it, it is great that the characters that you know that, that can just cross over and jump between the seasons i mean felicity should just be in both seasons because she's like the best character <laughs> in both seasons yeah um but yeah i mean they just really bigged up this crossover and it was kind of like this is just like a normal episode <laughs> yeah. there wasn't anything spectacular about it yeah uh, i mean yeah the end of season what season is it season three it's season three, it's just finished. Uh, season, season three which we're in the break off at the moment it's, yes it comes back so the the break you know that was that was a proper cliffhanger yeah uh, so yeah i think the crossover just wasn't 
what you know didn't live up to the expectations i guess it was good but it was just like a normal episode more than anything yes yeah so yeah i mean um i'm i'm looking forward to arrow coming back and and mm. seeing how that all plays out we won't say exactly what happened but yeah just in case people are catching up with it but yeah so um it kind I, of it kind of helps if you know the history as well you don't need to know necessarily know that story yes but I think if you know the history of Raza ghouls if you played like any batman games yes um yeah. i think that helps quite a lot because i didn't know the history and then other half is going oh clearly this is going to happen <laughs> uh, but obviously won't say what that's going to be yes yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. no very very much so um yeah, it's because uh, I I am looking forward to that coming back definitely. So, so yeah, so that's uh, that's Supergirl. Um, the uh, next bit of news is um, Zach Levy, who is in the phenomenally brilliant Chuck, um, has uh, got one of the lead roles on uh, Heroes Reborn, which is NBC's um, stab to uh, rec- resurrect a, a, an old uh, <laughs> license. Um, apart from that, we don't know anything about the character other than he's going to be in it. And um, uh, they've said of Heroes Reborn that it's mostly going to be new characters, although Jack Coleman is coming back to reprise his role as Noah Bennett. Um, but that's about all we know right now. Uh, we don't know what he's playing or you know what the story is going to be or anything. We just know that they are in the process of, of making it. Um, this be, is this going to be like a proper series? Weren't there rumours that it was going to be a mini-series or it was going to be special? I, I, I think it, um, it's going to be, uh, I think, probably a shortened series. Um, so not like a full 22 episodes. Yeah. I think it's 16, you know, what they what they call a limited series in the US, what anybody else would call a series. <laughs> a normal series, <laughs> yeah. They are quite long, American TV series. Uh, yes, so, uh, you know, it, it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, uh, a limited series, I believe. So, but yeah, beyond that, don't know an awful lot about it. So, uh, and uh, more renewals as well. Um, Gotham Empire and Brooklyn Nine Nine have been renewed by Fox. Um, Empire's a show that I think airs on uh, uh, iTunes over here, so I don't know how popular that is. Brooklyn Nine Nine seems particularly popular for E4. No, Brooklyn Nine Nine. We've just we've watched, just watched the entire first season again because it's, it's on 4OD. Um, it's back this week, isn't it? And I absolutely love this program so much. It's really underrated. Another underrated one, but I, it's just it's just hilarious. Yeah, it's just absolutely hilarious. I, I watched I watched about the first five episodes and then kind of got distracted by other things, but it was very funny. Um, I I. I I need to kind of try and go back and get back into it. If it pops up on Netflix, I'll probably look at it on there. But uh, my friend of mine is actually working on it right now. So wow, <laughs> as well, it's quite a yeah. <laughs> so uh, yeah, he's uh, he's he's um, he's working on the on the show right now. So um, that's his his regular day job. Nice. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, and uh, Gotham getting renewed for a second season, which he's he's doing great ratings for Fox at the moment. Um, what do you think of Gotham? I turned it off. <laughs> really? Um, I think we watched maybe two or three episodes and then turned it off because it was just a bit ridiculous. Like, <laughs> like the... I, I, I mean, I, 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 I 
said this, but I liked the Facebook page ages ago, sort of thing. Yeah. And the, the imagery and the teasers they were putting out were just fantastic. You know, the look and feel of the penguin and all this. Yeah. Uh, I couldn't wait to see the backstories and got really, really excited. And then when I actually watched it, it was just really naff. Um, it was just like a, a another police, like a crime show, in essence, which I know, obviously, that's what it's all about. But, and then you've got like, oh, look, Poison Ivy's in the background when she's a little girl. And <laughs> here's Catwoman when she's a little girl. And it's just more like hints and... I, was yeah. expect, I wasn't expecting Batman, because obviously it's, it's yeah. pretty Batman. But I don't know, it's just not... It's, it's, not, it's not gritty enough. I mean, like Arrow, really dark, really gritty. Yeah. Um, that's my word of the... I think that's my word of the day, gritty. <laughs> um, and Gotham just didn't, just didn't hook me. But when I, I was talking to someone the other day about it, and he said, no, you've got to stick with it. Just watch it, yeah. and you'll get hooked. So, again, it's another show on my revisit list, which mm. is growing, because I just <laughs> seem to turn programmes <laughs> off after two episodes. Yes, yeah, so, you need to stick with things longer. No, I know. I have really short attention no, I mean, span. <laughs> The um, there are a few things which um, I, I mean it, it, it has issues and it would be interesting to see how they change things um, for the uh, for the second season. Um, uh, I love love um, Robin uh, Lloyd Taylor who plays Penguin. I, I think he's he's by far the most entertaining character in that show. He's absolutely brilliant. Um, uh, I also love Sean per- Pertwee's um, uh, take on Alfred, who's not. Yeah kind of the alfred that we know he's more the earth one version of yeah. alfred see i don't know earth one so when right. this alfred came in i was like who is this this is not <laughs> alfred you know you could uh, you kind of got that i mean i'm thinking about like the like i said the originals like you know the old films um yeah yeah batman returns batman and with um what's his keaton was it Keaton? Michael Keaton? Michael Keaton michael keaton that was the first batman wasn't it uh yes my, yeah, yeah yeah um that that Alfred, who was who was like a proper old gentleman. This one, he's just rude, <laughs> just really rude, and he annoys me. And yeah, but. no, I I I quite like that version. I I loved his sort of what was basically his kind of opening line. I, I mean, he he had a slight bit before, but he kind of comes in and and Bruce he's walking across the roof. He goes, Master Bruce, get your bloody ass off the roof. <laughs> yeah, but it's just like that stereotypical um, what Americans think we all sound like. Yeah. Like that whole, we all say bloody all the time. And okay, <laughs> maybe I do. Um, but like there's, there's key words, like we all sit around and drink tea all day, which again, I guess I do quite yeah, a lot. Yeah, I was going to say, <laughs> that you do. <laughs> okay, I'm a stereotypical British person, all right. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I mean, I, I'd... I could. There are certain characters I could lose. I quite. I quite like um, Corey Michael Smith as um, Edward Nigma. I could kind of lose Fish Mooney. I really kind of annoys me. Um, you know, I, I like Ben McKenzie as James Gordon. He's fine. Um, I, I, I like uh, Donald uh, Logan as Harvey Bullock. Um, you know, I mean, it's it's there are characters I like and dislike. So you know, I mean, it's it's um, I don't know. It'd be interesting to see where they go, uh, where they go with it. But uh, but yeah, it is worth sticking with. It's good. It is a good show. Um, definitely worth sticking with. Um, which uh, I mean, Gotham actually kind of brings us on to the final bit, which uh, is we pulled. Um, uh, we we uh, ran the Geek Town Awards um, at the end of last year, uh, which um, 
was voted for by the lovely visitors of the website um and we had a um thousands of entries so uh, thanks for everybody that voted uh and one lucky uh, guy won uh, over 300 quid's worth of stuff which was uh, great because i actually got to he, he actually <laughs> didn't live a million miles away i ended up having i ended up dropping it at his house so oh, he was right. very quite happy um but uh, just randomly pulled his name out and turned out he kind of lived fairly close by so uh, so yeah but uh so yeah he's um uh we've we've got various kind of categories uh for the for the awards um we did a kind of bronze silver and gold thing uh so uh and best new tv show we got bronze we got fargo silver we got true detective and gold was won by gotham so uh very popular with the uh with the readers on the site um so yeah uh definitely worth um watching i personally i wouldn't necessarily put it above certainly above fargo um uh i thought fargo was absolutely brilliant um my own opinion but uh uh i i think part of the reason that some of these shows um get so high is because of the fact that they're running on um uh, terrestrial tv you know rather than running on uh uh things like sky so uh, you know but um i still think gotham's a good show so you know um best tv drama uh bronze went to homeland silver went to hannibal gold went to game of thrones and walking dead jointly because the votes were absolutely level uh, so it's uh both hugely popular shows um and uh, i love them both to death i was a shame i didn't Peaky Blinders didn't quite make it in the list. I think it came fourth, um, which is another great show. Um, And Sons of Anarchy was one of the nominees, uh, and that didn't make it in either. Uh, Again, that slightly suffers from the fact that um, Channel 5 dropped it, so the only place you could get it was actually paying for episodes on Amazon uh, Amazon Instant. So... um, but yeah, fantastic uh, final season of Sunset Anarchy. It's really worth watching if you can get hold of it. Um, best TV Dramedy, which was the new category, which is the sort of drama comedy category. Uh, Elementary, Castle, Oranges and New Black, Sherlock, Suits, Bones and Girls were the uh, nominees. Uh, Suits got bronze, Oranges and New Black got silver, Sherlock got gold, and as I said on the site... There is a rule when whenever we do this, if we put Sherlock in a category, it'll win it. Yeah. <laughs> so um, it's it's nice to see an English program. Yes. That's got the categories. It's all American shows, and maybe that because English shows are naff. But it is <laughs> nice to see an English show in the mix there as well. I mean, we the the, the problem is particularly with the drama stuff. Um, yeah, it's the type of audience as well that, that yeah. uh, uh, come to our, our, our site. I think is uh, is you know they're they're, they're coming because they're looking for American shows. So. Yeah, it's not, it's not very Downton Abbey, is it really? <laughs> no, although Downton Abbey usually, uh, if we if we put it in, usually go, does quite well. But um, but uh, yeah. Uh, so best TV comedy, there was a whole host of these. Um, one of the nominees, which I would have liked to have seen in the top three, was Silicon Valley because I absolutely adore that show. <laughs> it's hilarious. Um, but uh, Bronze went to How I Met Your Mother, which had its last season. 
Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Last year, Silver went to Modern Family and Gold went to, of course, Big Bang Theory. Yeah. By a humongous stretch, um, came first. Uh, it, the, there was... a huge difference in votes between first and second place um also on the on the nominee list was last week tonight by john oliver which is absolutely hilarious as well uh so yeah i um i do what i'm assuming you watch big bang of course i love <laughs> big bang theory it's, um but I, I i i would have found that quite, i think i found that quite difficult because i absolutely love modern family as well yes and it's mainly because everyone calls me and my partner Mitch and Cam because uh, we're like that one's into theatre and drama and I'm ginger so <laughs> perfect mix um, yeah How I Met Your Mother I really can't stand I'm being really negative today but oh, it was, yeah it took my head in I quite liked the first season but then it was just the same thing over and over again so he went on for too long but How, how, so, how I Met Your Mother is worth watching just for Neil Patrick Harris though yeah, but he—he's the—he's—he saved it to be honest. Yeah, um, I think he's the only reason why it did—it did well. Just the crazy things he comes out with and <laughs> does. Um, but now I'm quite pleased with the Big Bang Theory and Modern Family being in the uh, top two there. Yeah. Now the next one I found really interesting was uh, best TV procedural drama: uh, Elementary Castle, uh, Hawaii Five-O, CSI, Bones, Person of Interest, uh, NCIS, LA, Had to Get Away with Murder, NCIS, and Blue Bloods were the nominees. Uh, bronze went to elementary, silver went to bones, gold went to CSI, um, uh-huh. and which I was quite surprised because it's like a fifteenth season now. Yeah. Um, just um, still top of the game, you know. Uh, uh, and I mean, I must admit, I do watch CSI, uh, I, but it's it's a fairly straightforward procedural. There are far more interesting shows out there, I think. Oh yeah, but I mean, it's one of those ones that you can you can actually just dip in and out. I mean, you can just watch an episode and then watch another one like four or five weeks. Yeah, later, yeah, I guess. Which which is I did quite like about CSI. Um, but yeah, it's kind of a. I mean, I'm looking at that list. You've, how many CSIs are there in that list? I mean, you know, there's Navy, <laughs> there's New York, there's. <laughs> Las Vegas, there's, I mean, it's done. It's done phenomenally oh, well. Oh yeah, yeah, you've got NCIS and you've got CSI. There are two different shows. Yes, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but yeah, now I get confused with that. And what's make it more confusing is uh, Gary Sines, who was the lead on CSI New York, is now going to be the lead in the new one of the new NCISs. So, <laughs> so, so they've kind of stolen him for for, the, right. uh, for, for that. So, um, it, CSI might actually not make it past this season um mm. it's it's always a bit 50 50 about whether they renew them uh csi always has more of a chance to get renewed than than the other two obviously because the other two are now cancelled but uh uh yeah i mean it, it was always sort of the the because it was the the daddy show um it always had slightly more chance of being uh, yeah. of surviving I think they may keep it around because they've got a new CSI Cyber, which looks quite interesting starting. Um, 
So that's got James Van Der Beek in it, I believe. Oh, right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's coming. A uh, few people have been asking this on the website, actually, because um, I think it's because the way we phrased it. CSI is due back... Uh, let me just find the date, CSI. Uh, 24th of January, uh, CSI comes back. Um, it will be followed by the new CSI Cyber, but by followed we mean it will be after the CSI run finishes. Right. So, because um, it, it actually doesn't air in the US until the spring, but apparently the plan is to run CSI and then they'll run CSI Cyber after it. <laughs> How close after it, I don't know, but that's what we've been told. So, um, <clears throat> so yes, so that's best procedural. Uh, best fantasy and supernatural show. Uh, we split these out because we used to have best fantasy and sci-fi, but there's <laughs> there's so many superhero shows and sci-fi shows out there now. There's yeah. all, split it into fantasy and supernatural and sci-fi and superhero. So fantasy and supernatural, Game of Thrones, Grimm, Walking Dead, Penny Dreadful, uh, Da Vinci's uh, Da Vinci's Demons, uh, Vampire Diaries, and the originals. Um, Bronze went to Grimm. Uh, Silver went to The Walking Dead and Gold just beat it uh, went to Game of Thrones just beating it this time um, so I mean the top two were fairly predictable Grim, uh, I don't know is that a show you watch? it is actually again it's another one that I caught when I was bored one day and it was on Netflix I think it was on both actually Netflix yeah. and the film um, and, and got I got really into it actually. I mean, it's, again, it's another easy watching. And is it coming back for a new season? Yes, it's just new in season three, hasn't it? Is it season? Uh, four? Yeah, season four comes back twenty eighth of January at nine o'clock on Watch. Um, I'm, I'm actually, I've got a few episodes of season three. I've got about three episodes left, which have been sat on my planner for ages, and I just hadn't got around to watching them. So. Uh, I'm I'm kind of going through those right now, trying to get through them before the 28th, so so I can run into season four. Uh, again, it's a good show. Um, I think Mon- Monroe completely makes it. Yeah, <laughs> of course he does. By far the most interesting character in there. Uh, I am quite surprised that Penny Dreadful did get in that list. There, I know it's in the, the overall list, but in that top three, because that's brilliant. Yeah, how many people watched it? No, apart from the problem, it got enough of an audience for Sky Atlantic. Uh, yeah. But the problem is it's on Sky Atlantic. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, if it was on another channel, I think it'd be a lot bigger and get more votes. But because uh, Sky Atlantic doesn't run on Virgin. Uh, so either. So the only place you can get it is if you've got a Sky subscription, which a lot of people have, but uh, yeah, or, or on Ga- now TV. So. Game of Thrones is in there, isn't it, though? And that's Sky Atlantic, isn't it? Yeah, but that's Game of Thrones. That's the most pirated true. show. <laughs> and, this is true. And, uh, and they have run Game of Thrones on other channels i yeah. think as well so um you know i i think it, that's kind of why and it's such a huge show but that's penny dreadful's been um it's got a second series hasn't it because they released the trailer last week I yes think. it's actually penny dreadful has uh an air date now of uh it's going to be back uh april 28th of april um and uh that's a couple of days i think two days after the u.s that'll be back that's good. So yeah, it's uh, ten episodes, second season. So, so yes, yeah, so that's back. Um, best sci-fi superhero shows. We've got Flash, Arrow, Agents of Shield, Under the Dome, Doctor Who, The Last Ship, um, One Hundred, Defiance, and The Strain. Mm. And the bronze went to Arrow. The silver went to Agents of Shield, and the gold, of course, went to Doctor Who. Uh, <laughs> um, I I don't know. What do you think? 
I've kind of gone off Doctor Who. Um, I think the writing, it was just, I watched the first episode of the latest season and it just really put me off. I've always been a Doctor Who fan, um, but just couldn't get into it. And it's not because everyone said, oh, you've got to get used to the Doctor. It's nothing to do with um, the new Doctor. Um, I just the writing, it's just a little bit all over the place, I think. But I'm gutted that uh, the strain's not in there because I was obsessed. I mean, I, you know this, I brought yeah. all the books, I read all three books, like... <laughs> very very quickly i've lent them around the office at work i brought the graphic novels i've watched the tv i just absolutely loved it yeah. um, it's fantastic absolutely fantastic um agents of shield of course that's got to be in that in the list because again brilliant tv um and arrow i don't quite suppose arrow is not up higher actually but uh yeah yeah i mean i i'm i was surprised um agents of shield built beat out to arrow actually mm. uh, i i thought they might be the other way around again though agents of shield is on a he's, he's not on sky it's on a terrestrial channel so i think that's part of the reason why it might have just edged higher but um i do love that i think it was a little shaky for the first season but i'm glad um i'm glad it's kind of being kept around and i think yeah. it will build and i think it's certainly getting much much better as it goes on and on so uh, yeah and it's it's so integrated um if you know where the plot line is going which um they've been talked about a bit on the internet is um uh it's so integrated into the upcoming movies as well uh, yes. so and then you've also got uh agent carter as well which yes. is just it's got it's the spin-off series which, which is still doesn't have a uk air date <laughs> Because um, Channel Four decided not to buy it, um, uh, I suspect for monetary reasons. Um, that's the only reason I can really think of. They wouldn't have picked it up. Um, uh, you, uh, you know, uh, it, it may turn up at some point. Um, yeah. uh, I, I suspect it'll be on Netflix or something like that. Yeah. I would have thought uh, Netflix would be the obvious place for it, um, given that that's running the other Marvel stuff later yeah. on in the year. So. Uh, so yeah, well, I mean, you know, hopefully it'll turn up, uh, yeah, at some point. Um, so uh, British TV show of the year was the next category: uh, Peaky Blinders, The Fall, uh, Line of Duty, Happy Valley, uh, Downton Abbey again was in the list, uh, and uh, Doctor Who and Derek. Um, bronze went to The Fall, silver went to Downton Abbey, and gold went, of course, to Doctor Who. <laughs> so um, yeah. Uh, again, a shame Peaky Blinders didn't make it in there. Yeah. Because, um, you know, I mean, I know we're both in Birmingham, but, uh, <laughs> but, but you know, so we may be slightly biased, but it is a great show. It is, it is. Um, I'm going to look, look at the list, though. Have you watched Derek at all? I watched a couple of episodes. Um, I, I I mean, it's... I, I thought it was quite funny. I mean, it's it's the usual sort of Ricky Gervais thing, really, I guess. Um, uh, and having worked in my youth in nursing homes, I think it resonates a bit with me. <laughs> yeah, I, I got a bit like that. I mean, I uh, hopefully you won't tweet about me. I don't. I'm not a big, massive fan of uh, Ricky Gervais. Well, not him as a person, but some of his work. I mean, I don't really can't stand The Office right. uh, with a passion. But and I, I kind of put off watching Derek and watch it, and I completely, utterly fell in love with it. <laughs> and because sort of. I, I mean, not me personally, but um, having had experiences with care homes and things like that. Um, 
it really resonates and a lot of the episodes I'm laughing out loud and others I'm secretly hiding the tears like I'm crying <laughs> into the pillow sort of thing because it, it is it really pulls on your heartstrings especially if you've been in one of those environments as yeah. well seeing the people in there um, I've still got the Christmas special to watch we just watched the, the first season but it was, I fe- really fell in love with it um, yeah it's it's one of I've it, that's one of my lists that I need to go back to because uh, I, I watched one or two episodes and then other things got in the way there's just yeah. been so much TV out at the moment so I, yeah. I, you know, trying to get through things um, so yeah it's one that I definitely want to go back to uh, again it's on Netflix um, it's certainly on Netflix US I don't know whether it's on Netflix UK but um, I know it's there so uh, so yeah it's one I'll go back to at some point um so, next category uh, was Best Male Performance in a TV Show. Uh, we've got um, uh, Peter Dinklage, uh, Charlie Human... Uh, no, I don't know whether I pronounced that right. Uh, Martin Freeman, uh, Kevin Spacey, Jeff Daniels, uh, Andrew Lincoln, Stephen uh, Amell, and uh, James Spader. So, Bronze went to Martin Freeman for Fargo, Silver went to Andrew Lincoln for The Walking Dead, and Gold went to Peter Dinklage for Game <laughs> of Threads uh, because he's awesome. Yeah. Uh, so. <laughs> Yeah, there was no competition. I will be I will quite... be enraged if uh, if they uh, they kill him off because he's so brilliant. Um, no, he he's great. So uh, now it's a clear win, I think, for that one. Yes, yeah, most definitely. Uh, and uh, yeah, Martin Freeman was superb in Fargo. I thought he did a fantastic job. Uh, and Andrew Lincoln, it's uh, kind of I don't know. Uh, he's fine in Walking Dead. I'm, yeah, not necessarily. There are other people that I would have put above him in that list. Uh, um. Jeff Daniels, particularly for the newsroom, uh, I love. And then yeah. Kevin Spacey in House of Cards, I think he's absolutely superb. Uh, um, but yeah, it's interesting actually. There's a couple of there's what three people on that list playing Americans uh, <laughs> <laughs> who are English. Um, have rather taken over some of the ro- some of the uh, lead roles in uh, yeah. in US shows. Um, so yeah. Uh, female performance in a TV show well, we had uh, Macy Williams for Game of Thrones Taylor Schilling for Orange is the New Black Claire Danes for Homeland Robin Wright for House of Cards uh, Anna Paquin for True Blood uh, Lena Healy for Game of Thrones uh, and uh, Tatiana Maisley for uh, Orphan Black um, so uh, Bronze went to Lena Healy for Game of Thrones, Silver went to Macy Williams for Game of Thrones, and Gold went to Claire Danes for Homeland. Uh, and I approve of that. <laughs> no, I think it's a good list, that one. Uh, I'd quite like to see Lena get a bit, little bit higher, I think. Um, Although, I mean, I, I think Macy does a superb job in that show oh, as well. Oh, she does, she does. Um, but Lena's just amazing. <laughs> she just plays the perfect... You know, yeah. bitch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I, 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 I think um, I love Claire Danes in Homeland. That yeah. her portrayal of that character is so good. Um, so I, I was quite happy to to see her her land goal for that. But um, uh, yeah, I, I do love. Uh, I do think Macy's superb in that as well. Um, so uh, yeah, and and Lena Healy's great. I mean, you know, all the cast of Game of Thrones are great. So you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, then uh, moving off TV video game of the year um, Bronze went to uh, Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor Silver went to Walking Dead Games Season 2 
and Gold Went to Destiny. Um, Dragon Age Inquisition was in the list, but unfortunately got released so late, I think, yeah. and people were probably far too busy playing it than actually voting for it. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, yeah, and Destiny's fine. It's a fun F- FPS game, if you like that sort of thing. Um, yeah. I, and I, I played it for a while, I, I, but I got kind of bored. Um but I don't really do FPSs. It's not really my sort of game. I'm more of a PC gamer than a console gamer. So, you know, uh, the, um, uh, the walking dead, uh, game is fantastic. They're already yeah. really good. Uh, the, the guys at telltale have just, uh, done a, uh, the, a game of Thrones game, which is equally brilliant. Yes, I heard about this. Yeah. Um, and definitely worth getting, uh, as well, that's uh, that's superb. It's I think it's only had one episode out at the moment because they release them episodically. Uh, so yeah, but that's really uh, definitely worth getting, and I think will be on the list next time. The Wolf Among Us, which was one of the other nominations as well, um, game by Telltale. Um, again, a brilliant, brilliant game. Um, I mean, who'd have thought point and click adventures essentially <laughs> coming back? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, you know, just driven by Telltale pretty much, but uh, yeah, they, they're just writing superb, so um, definitely worth it. Um, movie of the year for last year, we had uh, nominations for um, Hobbit Battle of the Five Armies, Gone Girl, Godzilla, Captain America Winter Soldier, Interstellar, Guardians of the Galaxy, Lego Movie. X-Men Days of Future Past, Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1, Planet of the Dawn of the Apes, and Edge of Tomorrow. Uh, Bronze went to Hunger Games Mockingjay Part 1, Silver went to uh, The Hobbit Battle of the Farm Arvies, and Gold went to Guardians of the Galaxy. Um, and as it should, I yes. think. Yeah. Because it was quite probably... The, I mean, there were some great movies last year. I thought Gone Girl was brilliant. I thought the Lego movie was hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I've... Shame to admit, I've still not seen Interstellar yet. Uh, but I've not seen it either, so we can be we're terrible, terrible, <laughs> terrible geeks. Um, uh, yeah, the uh, but Guardians of the Galaxy is um, uh, it was just brilliant. Yeah, um, it was, it, it, and who'd have thought like a a minor Marvel book would make such a fantastic film? <laughs> yeah, I mean it. Uh, it was one of my. Well, I think it was probably my favorite film of the year as well. I mean, there's a couple in there that I'm quite disappointed with. I mean, Godzilla, um, I just didn't rate that at all. Yeah. It kind of, there wasn't enough Godzilla in Godzilla. <laughs> and That's always an issue with that, though. I always think, because they learn to hold the, the, the creature back, you know, so... Um, yeah. But they kind of do it a bit too much. You sort of want to see it, you know. Yeah, and then, actually, I was really surprised how much I liked Winter Soldier, actually. I don't, as <laughs> a as a Marvel character... I'm not that fussed about Captain America. Right. I think he's I think he's a bit boring. Yeah. Um I like I, as you know, I like my X Men, I like the people with the superpowers, you yeah. know, who can blow things up and whatever. So I kinda of think someone who basically doesn't age and is a little bit extra strong, um, not that interesting. Yeah. But Winter Soldier, I absolutely loved. Really, 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 really enjoyed it. So Guardians is still my <coughs> top Marvel film, but yeah. then I think that's closely followed by The Winter Soldier. Interesting. I yeah, no, I I um I like the Winter Soldier. I thought it was quite good. I, I out of that list, I see. I I, I like to explain Days of Future Past actually as well. Um, no, I did, but then it just annoys me again. I mean, I absolutely love X Men, and lots of things annoy me. You know, you know that. Yeah. Um But it was just, uh, I just 
comparing it to comic books and i think i've got i've come to the conclusion i should just stop doing that because <laughs> um, yes they are going to completely rewrite the story yes uh i mean you know it's it's kitty who goes back in time in the um yeah in the books. it's like when has she developed this power that she can send people back in time but then i'm quite interested to see how they're going to do age of apocalypse because i'm reading i'm on the second volume at the moment and that's in a completely separate universe yeah it's, it's in the it's in the universe where magneto is the equivalent to charles xavier because charles xavier is, is dead but they've just said that um patrick stewart and ian McKellen aren't going to be in um edge of apocalypse yes yeah which i was quite shocked about yeah but, so yeah. Uh, well i mean i i guess they're going to they're probably going to use the younger cast rather than the older cast yeah so so that that will be why i suspect Ian McKellen's amazing. He's yes. just as as Magneto. He is in my head Magneto. Yeah. Even though I still have you know the, the cartoon voice in the back of my head, nineteen <laughs> nineties sort of. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but he he is brilliant. Um, and 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 if you follow either of them on on Twitter, their Twitter feeds are hilarious. Oh, yes, when they get together and have the little tea parties and dress as <laughs> dress as lobsters and yeah. hold hands, it's just brilliant. Yeah, they are very funny. Um, so yeah, uh, so that was that was movie of the year for last year. Most anticipated movie for this year, really. I, I mean, I'll give you the nominations, but but there was only one movie that was ever going to win this. Yeah, of uh, Spectre, um, Hateful Eight, which is the uh, new um, Tarantino movie, uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron, um, Star Wars: The Force Awakens, um, Assassin's Creed, Jurassic World, uh, Terminator Genesis. Uh, Kingsman Secret Service and Ant Man, uh, and I was—I thought Ant Man would be in the top three, but it's not. Uh, third was uh, Avengers: Age of Ultron. Second was Jurassic World, and first, obviously, was Star Wars. Yeah, I, I was quite surprised Jurassic World was so high. Um, but Jurassic Jurassic Park's a bit of a cult. Uh, it's a, it's a bit of a cult. It's one of those films that everybody has watched, and yeah, although okay. things like the Avengers. It's, it's a massive film. Not everybody has watched. I mean, my my mum wouldn't have watched the Avengers, but she's. I remember her going to see Jurassic Park. Yeah, uh, that everyone's like my mum, but you know, <laughs> it was. Uh, yeah, I can I can understand that. Plus, it's got. Um, I always get him by the wrong last name. It's Chris. I've got to call him Pratt, but it's not Pratt, is it? No, is it Chris Pratt's Pratt? the uh, the one from Star Trek. It's, it's, one. No, he's one, one from Guardians of the Galaxy. Chris Pratt. Uh, oh, that's what. But he's in Jurassic World, isn't he? He's oh, in, is he? Yes, yes. Yeah, so I got it right for once. Yes, I got the right. right. Yeah, I, get, I get that Chris and the Chris from Star Trek. Right. Um, stuff. Um, but yeah, Chris Pratt's in Jurassic World. So yeah, that could be interesting. Yeah. Um, yes. I, I, interesting. I don't, I don't know. I I, uh, I was quite surprised to see it that high. Um, was one of the things on the nomination list was Kingsman Secret Service, which uh, I went to. They had a regional premiere um, in uh, in Birmingham this week. So I went along to see that. If if you liked Kick Ass, you will love that film. Um, really, it's fantastic. Um, I I really really enjoyed it. It's horrendously violent, um, and you know you've got arms coming off and things going through people's heads. And uh, but it's um, it's very funny. Um, Colin Firth, action hero. Who'd have thought it? Yeah, I was just going through my head. This is the film with Colin Firth in. Yes, like. Yeah, so I'll have to give that a watch then, I think. Yeah, no, I, it's it's a great um, comic book adaptation. It's, uh, 
um, uh, Matthew Vaughan, Jane Goldman, are, uh, are, and um, uh, the the guy behind the the Kickass books, and I can't remember his name. I'm terrible with names today. Um, so yeah, the, but it's the same team. It's exactly the same team that will be behind Kickass. I'll be behind Kingsman. So um, yeah, it's it's very much in the same vein uh, stylistically, uh, but well worth going to see. Really entertaining. Um, so yeah. Star Wars, Star Wars one though. I yeah, mean. and 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 Star Wars one obviously because it's Star Wars, <laughs> and who doesn't want to see more Star Wars, particularly yeah. after seeing that incredible trailer yes um so uh we're supposed to be getting another trailer i think relatively soon which will have i'm reckon some of the original cast in it so uh fingers crossed that comes out sooner rather than later <laughs> i am i'm really looking forward to see how that how that <laughs> turns out um so yeah uh that's the Geekdown Awards for this year. As I said, thanks for everybody who voted for them. Um, we will be running them again in sort of November, December, um, at the end of the year. Uh, we'll try and make the prize even bigger, although it was fairly large this year. Yeah. Uh, so I'll try. We'll we'll see what we can do. But um, but yeah, it's uh, it's always nice to know what sort of things um, people are kind of looking out for and what they've enjoyed because it, it helps us as well sort of yeah. work out w- what to do with the site and that sort of stuff. So, um, so yeah, so that's the Geek Town Awards. Um, we did have a couple of other things we were going to talk about, but I think I want to cut them out because we've been going for an hour. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, there's uh, just a few last things. Uh, a couple of uh, air date updates. Um Outlander, we co- we caused a bit of a furore on Twitter earlier in the week. Um, uh, that was because uh, Andrew, who, um, as anybody that goes to the website will know Andrew, he uh, does a lot of the updates for the Airdates page. By the way, if you're wondering why Andrew isn't on this podcast and I'm uh, and, and Chris is, uh, we did ask Andrew, uh, but he's kind of shy and he quite likes um, likes being behind the scenes. So uh, he's uh, he's loves talking to you all on the on the website, but he didn't want to be on the podcast. So uh, so which we're perfectly happy with his uh, I'm, and I I love having him uh, on there. He's he loves being on the uh, on the site. So, um, but yeah, Andrew updated the date to being probably around March, based on the fact that um, Outlander finishes. Uh, in the US, we know it has been bought uh, because that's been confirmed both by uh, Sony, who are the international sellers, and uh, the author of the books has confirmed that it's definitely bought in the UK. So we don't know which channel yet. I think, well, this is purely my speculation, but I, I think it's the BBC. Uh, the reason being is that we know nothing uh, about who's bought it. And the one people, the one group of people, it's very difficult to get stuff out of um, in advance is the BBC. Yeah. So, uh, whereas if it had been Sky, I think they probably would have said something. Now, same if it had been UK TV. So, uh, and, and that's just my guess. I could be completely wrong, but I suspect it's going to the BBC. Uh, and we said March because that's um, after it finishes airing in the US and. 
whoever's bought it over here would probably have got a better deal if they aired it after the US had finished. I don't know why they do it like that, but that seems to be the way that it runs. It's cheaper if you air it after it's aired in its native country. So that's why we're sort of saying March. And certainly from things we're hearing, that sounds like it's probably about right. Um, but yeah, we, we put the March date up, somebody spotted it, put it on Twitter, and it went nuts. So uh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, um, so yeah, we can definitely say that it has been bought by a UK channel. We know that for a fact. Uh, March is our expected air date. That's not necessarily the actual air date, but we think it will be around March. We could be slightly off, but we reckon it'll be around March. Just in case any lawyers are listening. <laughs> There's your disclaimer. <laughs> yeah. Um, so uh, the other air dates are Hannibal um, Season 3 has been pushed back to the summer. It's usually in spring, um, but NBC have pushed it back to the summer because they're NBC. <laughs> um, he's, he had something about, well, we love the summer and we love Hannibal, so we put, we put the two together. Just rubbish. Uh, so, so for whatever reason, they've pushed it back to the summer. Uh and um, American Idol, for those of you people that like watching American Idol, season 14 has not been picked up by Five, so uh, it may go somewhere else, uh, who knows, but it won't be on Five this year. So, um, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> uh, just looking to see if there's anything else we've updated. Penny Dreadful we mentioned... Oh, yeah, Black Sails was the other thing as well. Black Sails season two, they announced uh, today that... It is returning for the second season to Amazon Prime Instant Video uh, on the 25th of January. I wish Amazon would change the name of that because Amazon Prime Instant, Instant Video is a ridiculous name for a service. Uh, it's like four words. What? Yeah, just, there's no need. <laughs> there's just no need. Amazon Instant Prime, Amazon Prime Instant, Amazon, I don't know, anything but that. Anyway, uh, so yeah. So uh, those are the air date updates. Um, and I think that's us done. Uh, so yeah, hope you enjoyed the new show. Um, uh, if you've got, uh, anything you'd like to send us, um, any ideas of things you want to feature, anything like that, uh, let us know. You can, uh, either, uh, leave things on the post, uh, which this podcast will be on. Uh, or you can email us directly at uh, podcast at geektown.co.uk. Uh, so, yeah, that's it. Um, don't know how regularly we're going to do these. It depends how sick Chris is of it. Uh, so it may be every kind of month. It may be every week. It, I don't you know. told me half an hour, you said. <laughs> <laughs> half yeah, an yeah, hour. It's, yeah, it's good you had dinner before this. <laughs> Yeah, we might be a bit shorter next time as well. Um, yeah, but we, you know, we've it's just fine. been talking. It's good. It was good. So, um, okay, uh, yeah, uh, I uh, will. We'll see you next time. We we'll see you, and uh, thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. 
Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. 